0: Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Crate 808 and the second part of the 808 Chamber, our YouTube live stream show that you can get involved with if you go to patreon.com slash crate808. We do these once a month. You can get involved, get get you know, make your voice heard and we shall shout you out on the show. We talked the Super Bowl halftime show on the first part of this episode. This time we're doing Jay Diller. Jay Dilla Month. It was special. Dan Charnas' book, Dilla Time is Out. We have read that. It is epic. And yes, you tell us. I want you to tell us in the comments which Jay Dilla song you think is the best gateway Jay Dilla song or music video or album generally you know the one that you think you know if no one's heard jay teller this is the one where you start at so this is how we do it john and yemi are back in the hot seats and yeah let's get involved boom Well, Jay Diller Month, I know it's every year we have a Jay Diller Month. This year seems a bit special to me. I don't know if it's because Dan Charnas. Hey, eh, what do you say? Don't. No, and why not? And why not? Just, and why yeah. not? Exactly. And why 100%. not? And it's been going on like, you know, ever since he passed. Uh, but I don't know. For me, it felt a bit different this year. So I always want to talk to you guys generally about Diller. I know Jamie's been on the pod talking about Diller on the Patreon. Go check that episode out. Shake it down. <sighs> Mate, shake it down. Shake it down. And we'll go in right now. I'm going to go ahead first. Dan Charnas brought Dilla time. Very, very lucky enough to have him on the pod. It's coming up soon. The episode. Very, very lucky enough to get a preview copy of the book, so I got a chance to really, you know, even reread some bits. You know, it's been great. And there's moments in that book that made the whole Dilla month so special. It was all over the timeline. You know, I, just, I, I reconstructed my Dilla playlist, which I haven't touched for years. Um, and then I thought, started thinking about our episode, Yemi, where we talked about Shake It Down. And Peter was on Big Up Peter. He brought on uh, Nag Champa to talk about those two tracks. And I didn't even know this, Yemi, But in the book, I don't know if you've read it, but in the book, it, there is a note, a footnote, where Jay Diller says uh, Shake It Down was actually a mistake. And uh, I'm not going to ruin the rest of the story for you. But if you do go check the book, I love that little bit. of Because, you know, it's a track that I love. And uh, to know these little wow. things. Yeah, it was a mistake, bro. So I'm not going to go there, but just check Diller time because it's all in there. Uh, but lads, I just trying to talk right Boom, get the Boo, get the orders in. Dan, you owe me more money because I'm, I'm getting people to buy your book. But <laughs> <laughs> but generally, I don't know, I'll start with you, John. Uh, I don't know, Diller, there's a few questions I had, but I thought, like, let's make it a bit fun. So you can pick one of these, whichever one you want to go, right? Um, first question I want people to think about would be, what is Diller's apex? What is his moment where he really peaks? Um, Why should people still listen to Jay Diller? And then I thought, um, best gateway song, album or video for people to get into Jay Diller. And the last one was, if you could have any month, a whole month celebrating another hip hop artist, who would it be and why? You can answer those in any way you want. Uh, and I'm going to go with John first. What, 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 any of those you want to touch on, mate?
1: I mean, I guess my my answer for this sort of sums up Dilla is that I could probably give you like forty answers for all of those categories <laughs> because yeah. there's so many there's so many dimensions to Dilla that you can kind of go with like Apex is right? Like I don't even know where to begin with that. Like production for other people, like some of his highlights for like. Commons B album, some of the beats on there are are fucking mental, like absolutely incredible. And that album is is just elevated by what Dilla does in there. Mm. Then you go like, is it just is it donuts? Because that album's just like perfect in every way and just amazing. Like mm. I don't know. Like and if I came back tomorrow I could pick another album or another project. So that to me is like the the thing that I think about Dilla the most is that his his catalogue is just so varied across like his own journey of like his sound and what he was developing—that it's really, it's really like hard to pin it down. And you could pick a number of different things. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it a different direction. I'd like to come back around, like on maybe try and give you an actual answer on some of those stuff. No, no. Someone no, else no. I'd like to, someone else I'd like to see get a, a day dedicated to them is something that we like we don't do enough of in life, but especially not in hip hop is give people their flowers while they're still here to receive them. I think DJ Premier needs to have a full month uh, dedicated to him because you could just basically play one you you could actually probably pick like one album he's like produced tracks for and play one every single day and you would be nowhere near touching his catalog mm-hmm. so i would like to see him have a day uh, dedicated to Premiere. and then it would keep ray happy because it would just be a boom bap month so that would be <laughs> yeah. perfect right yeah 100% <laughs> yeah yeah I, I would be i I'm think here for it. i
0: think with primo Just this is my personal take on it, and maybe I'm completely off the raid like reservation with it a little bit, but I feel like people have a solidified idea of what Primo is. So when they say Boom Bap, they just think he's Boom Bap, like, but no, listen to the Jeru the Damager tracks, listen to you know wow there's so many like even the stuff he's done with uh, was it Christina aguilera do you know what I mean like he, hmm. there are these moments where he's actually flexed on a whole different flex and i listen to just like i don't know Wrath rather the math like mental stamina stuff like that And i just think this guy was wilded out this ain't just hip this isn't just boom bap it's too yeah. um small of a genre to put him into because i feel like he does. He's elevated that. He's gone <coughs> past it. You know, almost. But it's
2: all very primo.
0: But it's. But he yeah. kind of birthed it as well, exactly, right? Exactly. I suppose he well helped birth it with with large pro and you know people like that. And I would say Pete Rock some some kind of element to it as well. But yeah, um, yeah. Fab. You know what? You're right, there, John. It is such a varied. You could look at peaks in his career. He's probably got a four or five. I think for me, my moment, my moment of perfection with him, like that 5 mic moment is just Donuts though. Because every one of, I love Rough Draft, but I can see why some people may not enjoy it as much. But it's probably my my third favourite after Champion Sounds, like Diller Projects. But that Donuts is front to back. I can't think of one moment in that album that is poor. It's all elite. So yeah, um, that's where I'm at with it. Uh, Remy, did, uh, Yemi, did you have any of these? Remy, Remy, be an interesting mix of <laughs> Yemi and Ray. And it, I wonder what that oh. would sound like. That two <laughs> percent, fusion. <laughs> but Yemi, did, Remy, did you Remy, have any Remy points Cahill. on those things? <laughs> oh, Tim, yeah, Tim Cahill? Uh,
3: yeah, um, I did, I did, I did. So with with the Apex, Oh man, this is a tough one. Because I could say Donuts, and Donuts is obviously an immaculate project. Mm. But a part of me feels like he didn't reach his apex. Because he passed passed away at the age of 32. And as much as he did amazing stuff from the beginning of his career to the end of his career, I feel like a lot was still left on the table. Like there's a lot of stuff we're never going to hear. I still remember Mad Lib saying in an interview, um, that there's a Dilla there like funk album out or not out but like there. in the universe that we'll mm. just never hear um, like so in that respect I feel like if we're gonna if, if, you had to, if you had to put, if you had a gun to my head and you asked me that question I'd probably say donuts but mm. a big part of me feels like he didn't get to reach the point where he was at a point where his powers were at its highest mm. um, I still feel like he was operating on maybe like 30, 40 percent. Because look at what wow. he was in to do donuts. He was on his deathbed. He was mm. on his deathbed pretty much, and he gave us an, an eternal classic.
1: Mm. So I
3: feel like you know, if he was in, if he was in better health and he was just in a better situation, we we would have got a lot, a lot yeah. better stuff. i telling you. And he, was, he and was, and that's not knock on donuts. That's not knock on donuts. It's just like the the possibilities for Dylan were so endless. You know mm. what I mean? We obviously weren't, we weren't able to get that.
0: The Shining, that's why I enjoy what The Shining is. It's almost like, a, you know, he's 75% done before he passed. So big up Kareem Riggins, like sorting it and getting it out. But it's kind of interesting where he just showcased all his talents, but made someone like Farah just completely sound completely different. But um, but yeah, no, absolutely. I think, uh, uh, I don't know, there's, you know, we talk about moments, uh, before I go to you, Ray, I was going to say this one moment that I just, and you're in the mini disc players. And I used to have my J Dillon mini disc and the first combining one, two was, um, the dollar and make em envy off of rough draft as a one, two back to back. That's one of the two best one, two hits in hip hop generally from anyone's catalog. And I think they're like on back to back on the EP as well. They might be an interlude in the middle somewhere, but yeah, like that, uh, just them two tracks you go from, Oh, I'm doing soul Aquarians to shit. I'm fucking breaking everyone's neck in this club absolutely ray what have you got man on the dilla on the dilla love for this month
2: yeah i mean so i think i appreciate Diller in somewhat different way maybe but um and like off donuts like the difference two can win gobstopper and last donut of the night just just bangers just mm. just crazy crazy but mm. like i think his apex is when he's got like I'm t- his apex is lab cab for me that that was because that's early i think that might might even be one of the first projects right i mean i don't know my dealer history no, as, he, yeah. as well as everyone else. but he, he, uh, was, he was doing the, still, he was before, doing the slum, slum village stuff that time as well and but um tried. that might be like obviously we've had slim kid trey on the pod and um mm. yeah he was telling stories about them working together and fighting over how tunes were and like for me like i i know running might even be too obvious a tune people mm-hmm. are like oh you don't know you did a usain running because that's the one you know but it's about, such yeah. a, it's an obvious tune but it's um it's such a beautiful it's such a beautiful track it's such a beautiful track Mm. And it's it's one that it's one I you know we keep talking about fucking lists on Create Away, your top five are the hundred tunes you play to an alien if it blah blah blah. You know, j- but running is like in the top ten of those. I I just feel mm. just because go- it's just it's the synergy of them working together. It's not it's not just Diller, but it's what like he makes Far Side better and Far Side make him better in that track. They just
3: mm-hmm.
2: I just yeah, I just I I think it's beautiful. And then you know, to go into your the other subjects that you were saying, while we're on the subjects of lab cab, drop is the video and there um, we go. Yeah, that, that that project is.
0: That's my gateway. Yeah. If you want a gateway for Dilla, I would do drop. And I love running, I do, but I think Drop has timeless Endless joyous energy and like character. Like no I, I love running, I do, and it has all that as well. But I think that entire song of drop, just the production on it, and that was my choice as well for best gateway, because yeah, just it's just sublime, it's unbelievable. Um I think
3: personally, personally, like Diller's 90s era is like my favorite era of Dillers, like mm. um Far Side, what he was doing with the Uma and tribe and stuff like that. That would be my gateway, that whole era basically. Mm. Um Slum Village and all that kind of stuff as well, like mm-hmm. Running the Drop, just eternal classics. And the Uma, the Uma again, they left so much on the table as well. Mm. Like Ill Vibe, um, Got Till It's Gone with Janet, all the mm. remixes they did, the Michael Jackson Mate, remixes. They didn't do
0: Got Till It's Gone with Janet. This is the beauty of this book. It puts these myths into these, like, <sighs> it's interesting because no one know, is going to know the full truth, but you have to go by the evidence but the beauty of the whole Diller month this year, this year has been that I've actually thought about the man a bit more as well as the music. And why would he perpetuate that lie or, you know, lie in inverted commas, uh, that myth that he produced got till it's gone when he didn't. And uh, it was Terry Lewis and jam. Um,
3: Jimmy, Jim, Jimmy jam or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jimmy jam. Yeah. Was it them? Yeah. 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 It was, it was. And, and, and they heard the um, brand new heavies sometimes mix in the car and pretty much just kind of took the essence of that and made. So in a way it is still a Dilla beat, but Dilla, when people would ask Dilla, did you make it? And Q-tips on the track with the Uma and you know, he's feeling not great about it. He wasn't, he wasn't always easy to get on with. And I think that's a thing to realize about his artists that they do have like, Different personality. not the, you know, he did sh- shit in his life that he probably wasn't very proud of. But he also had his sound completely like music soul child. You know what I mean? Like people like taking his music and not really crediting him. And he's under the Uma so he's not not like, his real name. He's not even saying Jay Diller or J D. Just says the Uma So you know, it could be Tip or or Ilyas Shahid. But yeah, man, no, absolutely. I I, I feel that. <laughs>
3: That's interesting. Because I've, I've always seen, I've always assumed there was like UMA production. And to be fair, with the UMA, you never really know who's doing what
0: anyway. Mm, um, Yeah. <laughs> but the fact it sounds like the Miemi yeah, is man. the fact. And the fact that Dilla was feeling that hard done by, that he was like, well, yeah, it is my track. Because it fucking sounds like me, doesn't it? It's it, it took it from me. But yeah, um, I was going to say, you know, the month celebrated one artist. I did have a few. I wanted to go. I think DJ Quick needs a month. Personally. I don't know if it's just me, but... His his catalog is deep. He's done great stuff in the twenty tens that people don't really talk about, and obviously in the nineties he fucking pretty much made all eyes on me in a way with the mastering of it. And so yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of um, I think quick needs one, and I would also say uh yeah, rizzo gets a lot of love. rizzo already gets a lot of love, doesn't he? I suppose, but yeah, I don't know. Rock marciana that's another one I'm loving at the moment. He could take he could do a month. I could do a month of rock
3: for me, it's going to be Della's play a part in the Mad Lib. Um, oh, Mag-Lib Mag-Lib. yes. Mad Lib is my favorite producer of all time. Um, criminally, criminally underrated, even still. Like, obviously, if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think recently with Freddie Gibbs, Pinata, Bandana, more and more people are starting to know. Yeah. This guy's catalogue runs so deep. Like, when you're talking about the Medicine Show, when you talk about the Beacon conductor Series, <sighs> when you talk about Quasimodo, Mad Villainy, mm. all the Stones from Loot oh. Pack, Loot Pack, bro, Loot Pack, Loot Pack. Like it's all. So- even like Sound Ancestors,
0: mm. bro. It's just- Champion Sound. Just that. That is happy. a moment, people. We had Dilla and Madlib on a project together, making shit out of the Red and official and shit like that. And oh, nasty filth, all that shit, man. Oh, unbelievable. I was actually going to say Give me that. a
3: month of the Red of the original version of the Red, and I will be a happy man. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Just exactly. celebrating that too
0: yeah definitely we'll move on to Kanye but I was going to say one more thing though about that uh the Madlib Dilla Suite uh for Dill Withers volume five and six I think it is that's my v- I got five I need six uh, but uh, I that's the the some of the most beautiful Madlib stuff that no one talks about so volume five and six go there before we go move let's go to comments let's see what they're saying uh here we go Jack Petillo no we've done that one Steve Piper uh I'm still rinsing the Fat Ray album I slept on from last year. I haven't listened to Snoop. That's fair play. Fat Ray <coughs> album is sick. It's Ab- pretty sick to be fair. Yeah. Absolutely. Free Music Empire, Snoop and that Super Bowl outfit are the new gangstar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. Jack. Oh, mate. Big on. Oh, I'm here with you actually. Won't Do is my favourite Dillard track. I love Won't Do. Huge, Huge, fantastic. Yeah, one of the first ones I fell in love with. And I always recommend it to people who haven't heard his sound. Good shout. It is a good entry point. It just encapsulates everything that makes him great. The sample flick, the singing, the he's singing on that, the rapping. And Steve Piper stakes as high as one of my favourite Dylan Produce tracks, and rightly so. For me, look what he did for Della, man. Unbelievable. Yo, 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 just breaking up this episode to tell you all about the Crate 808 Patreon, a place where you can help support the show so we can make you more dope rap chat and to go out there and get some bonus episodes under your belt and also get involved with the live chats with the Crate 808 crew and guests. Go to crate808.com or go to patreon.com slash crate808. Sign up for as little as buying us lunch every month you can get Two bonus episodes including hidden gem album reviews from the golden era of the 90s and also you get our series focusing on MF Doom and Jay Diller and also the Wu-Tang Chronicles once a month we drop an album review of every single Wu-Tang member, we're going to go through every solo album and then review it for you guys and right now it's Ghostface go in there, get them Ghostface Killer editions in your catalogue so get involved, help us grow this show and yes, big yourselves up Enjoy Enjoy the rest of the episode. Boom so there you go our jay diller love was there it's, it's always there we've got a jay diller series for the patreon even so patreon.com slash create your way create for all of your other needs and yeah man i hope you enjoyed that hit us up with your recommendations for jay diller stuff and how you celebrated jay Dilla month this year next up the final part of the 8, to eight chamber is kanye's documentary on netflix and yeah we went in on that first episode second episode that's coming up so yeah check that one out too boom